Welcome to the Going Deeper section of 31 Days of Worldview Wisdom, a Disciple Nations Alliance podcast with Arturo Cuba. In this fifth episode, he goes into more depth on the postmodern worldview and its impact on both the general culture and the church. The next thing I want to talk a little bit is about postmodernism. And this is a very evil thing. In Latin America, people are just completely unaware of this problem. I don't know how to say, illustrate this problem, but it's like we all are like little babies that unfortunately grown-up people have taken in charge of their lives and they are doing whatever without knowing that, I mean, I'm talking about these little babies, all the things that belong to them are being taken away. Their lives are being destroyed, and they don't even realize that. Postmodernism is a movement, it's a universal movement that is amazingly powerful. It has been growing as a ball that goes down, snowball goes down the hill. Behind it, there is a philosophy that we call existentialism, and that's the sickness of our generation. Not knowing it, we have become existentialist. We live an existentialist life. When we go to church, we take our ex- existentialism to church, and our songs and our prayers reflect that strongly. That's amazing. But little by little, we are practicing a very pagan Christianity with this existentialism. We are believers who only go to church to look for a God that can give them a more comfortable life. That is becoming the Christianity we are living now and our children are learning that. And we got sick of that form of philosophy, which is of course a huge problem because that's the strategy of this postmodern movement. They know a lot about worldview. They know a lot how the mind works. They have powerful ways to disciple children, to disciple people in many ways, through music, through movies, through TV shows. They have the power to change educational laws so your children can be exposed to that. They work the internet. And if there is a government that opposes one of their strategies, they are able to bring them down. And it's a number of people that consciously move this because they are enemies of God. I mean, they aim to destroy three things. They want to destroy Christianity. They want to destroy education. And above all, they want to destroy families. And they aim high when they try to do these three things. When I was in Guatemala, I remember there was internal war going on for some years. And United Nations, which is, in my opinion, the antichrist of our time, they take this philosophy everywhere. If you see all the development of their ideas and strategies through nations and time, you'll see that they are working very patiently in changing the world from Christianity to atheism and, and, and whatever it may come later. And I remember that United Nations was working the peace agreement in Guatemala, and finally they did it. They had a very well-financed 
operations in Guatemala, finally they did it and they confronted the government and said, okay, we have worked the peace agreement between the guerrillas and the government, so we want now the government to take seriously and we want you to accept this loss. And they put a law, so the government, the government was supposed to be in the obligation to take it and to impose it to the population. And one of those laws was a law for children. Because they say they are very much concerned about children. But what you don't know is that they are concerned about children educated by their parents. Mm -hmm. and, and that's something that if you can read it, and if you take all the nice words around, you're going to see a very demonic expression of what they really want. And I remember that the government was about to approve those laws straight until there were a couple priests, Catholic priests, who started making big noise in some point of the country. And it grew and grew and grew. And they, uh, you know, took the, the evangelicals and tried to shake them and say, you have to react too because evangelicals were a big group in Guatemala and say, because these laws are going to destroy our families. That was the message. You have to do that. You have to act because these laws are going to destroy our families. Then the, the evangelical church reacted, and when the evangelical church reacted, because it's, it's a big majority of voters, then the government stopped and decided to, to make a national debate about the law. And, and then we realized that that law was an amazing thing that we didn't notice. It was about to be approved, but uh, because evangelicals don't know anything about laws and they don't care about laws or politics, that was going to go straight. And the law was very, very interesting. For instance, one of those laws said, well, I don't know if I will be able to say this in English, but the first thing that the law did was never use the word parents. Never use the word parents. It was a law about children and never use the word parent. They used the word tutor or responsible or something like that but never the word parent. It was very aggressive. The next thing was that it consecrated many rights for the child. One of them was the child has the right of freedom of motion, something like that. In Spanish, it sounds something like that. And if you read it, freedom of motion, what is that? But what they wanted to say is that your child can go outside the house, whatever he wants, and during the time he wants, and you cannot stop him. He can go wherever he wants, all the time he wants, and you have no right to stop him. Would you like that to happen at home? The problem is that you don't know that. You can say, okay, my child is fine if there is that law, but my child will never know this. That's not true, because one of the next policies that is going to come is that he will be very well informed about his rights. <laughs> and the same law said something like, if you prevent the child to enjoy this freedom, and then the authorities will take care of the problem. And if it's the second or the third time, you will be in such a trouble that probably the, the child will be taken away from your family. So 
They were saying, in other words, that you are not the parent anymore. You know? Another law was the child has the right to have a private place at home where parents cannot get in without authorization of the child. Probably in the States, that's something like that works. At least I've seen that in movies. But as a father or some mother, sometimes when the children are at school, well, moms sometimes, they clean, they open a drawer to see if there's something wrong inside while they are cleaning. Because you have to take care of your children's morality and you have to be aware of what's going on. But this law prevented parents to know what was happening with child's privacy. And there were many more related to those. And in the end you said, what is this all about? We have elected politicians who don't say this, but who are that people who are not elected by anyone, but at the same time they can come to your country and say, you have to sign that. Of course, I can save all the investigation and say directly, that's the devil. Because believers don't want to take politics seriously, and that's what we don't know, or we underestimate. And things like that are very common and more aggressive every time. And the same thing is happening in Bolivia. I mean, most pastors and leaders are kind of scared because new things that they never expected are coming to the country and are forcing and are threatening the church, for instance. You can find some politicians that say, if I become president or if I uh, take the power, I will do this real. And one of those are rights for homosexual marriage and things like that. And they are already announcing that. And the interesting thing is that they don't work only on the politics. I mean, the media is doing such work that most kids say, oh, it seems fine to me. Why shouldn't we do? My friend isn't homosexual and I would like him to be. Our world is changing and it's changing dramatically. And while we are doing some nice things at church, we still have to work harder because probably the next generation will be already upside down. Thank you for listening. Here's a question you might want to ponder. Arturo says that one of the effects of postmodern thinking is that we are believers who only go to church to look for a God that can give us a more comfortable life. This is becoming the Christianity we are living now and our children are learning. Do you agree? If so, how do you see this happening? Thank you again for listening. In this final Going Deeper episode, Arturo will go into more depth on the importance of regaining the law's concept of discipleship.